Okay, so I am doing, I don't know, 80 miles an hour on Interstate 35, headed to Marion, Texas, uh, and I'm bobbing in and out of traffic. And you know what I thought? Let's do a podcast. Come on. What? High five somebody. Hope nobody's in the car with me. Oh, all right. Well, I high five myself. Someone talked to me the other day about spirituality. And they, you know, just about being connected and close to God. And I talk to people about this um, all the time. And being close to God, spirituality, is, is, is pretty simple. I mean, it's, it's nothing deep. It's nothing like, man, this is some deep, deep concept that, um, you know, we need to figure out how to get close to God. God is like, no, man, I want to be close to you, so I've made it easy. I want to have a relationship with you, so I've made it easy. I'm already deeply in love with you, so I want you to fall deeply. You know, if if someone is deeply in love with you, like truly deeply in love with you, the best thing you could ever do for them is just to love them back. That will they will get joy just out of you loving them back. Immense joy. God loves us so deeply that He gets just immense joy out of us loving him back, right? Think about going out on a date with a girl or a guy and, uh, you know, you, you you really, really like them. You're kind of nervous, like, man, this is exciting, this is cool, I really like this person. And uh, this person, you know, I hope they really like me back. You're kind of nervous, you know, your hands might be a little sweaty. You might try to make sure you put on a little extra cologne, a little perfume, a little extra eau du toilette. And uh, just to put on, put, you're trying to put your best foot forward. You're trying to make it, all the pieces come together so you can win this person's heart. And, and I can see that's how, how Jesus feels every time you come to church. Especially if you're not coming to church consistently. You don't have that, that relationship with them. Yeah, he's like, you know, let me, I hope, I hope everybody sings just right. I hope, uh, you know, the... She received my spirit, and and, and uh, he receives me, and it's just and it's just that nervous feeling. Like I, I hope she loves me back. I hope he loves me back because he loves you so deeply, truly and deeply. So trying to develop a relationship with someone that already is in love with you, it's not that hard. It's really not that hard because they're already in love with you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, they already love you. They're already in love with you. It's just not that hard. It's kind of like, I did the old saying, shooting fish in a barrel. Fishing out of stock lake. It's not that hard to catch something. God already loves, already loves you. And deeply in love with you. The Bible says, hey man, what greater love than this? that one would lay down his life for a friend. God died for you. He's in love with you. Willing to die and die for you. So how do you develop a relationship with someone that already is insanely in love with you, madly in love with you, crazy about you? Just spend time with them. That's it. They already love you. They already would have nothing there elated to spend time with you. You come to church to Jesus like, <laughs> like he's he's excited, man. He's motivated, man. He is.
because you're there wanting to spend time with them. Right? He's elated. So all you got to do is just show up. Well, the church is full of hypocrites. Well, if it wasn't, it would be the moment you walked in. All the things you told, all the promises you made people that you broke. All the things you said you'd do that you never would. All of, Probably the lies you told God, I'll never do this again, Lord. You did it. So it would. The minute you walked in, it would be full of hypocrites. Full of people that are dying of sin. But that's exactly what it's supposed to be. Jesus said it. Jesus says, I didn't come for the, the good people. I came for the people that are severely jacked up. There you go. So when you get to church, you're one jacked up human being, surrounded by other jacked up human beings, coming to see a God, the only mechanic in town that can fix you. Hey man, why don't you just touch three people and say in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody, right? Just go to church. Just spend time with them. Open up that Bible. Dust it off. I've talked to several people recently, and I'm not judging anybody. If this is you, I'm not judging you. And uh, one of them asked me, what are these? They had, they had them download the Bible app. And uh, the Bible app shows you all of the books, all 66 books. And, they were like, and as they were scrolling, they are like, what is this? I'm like, it's, it's the Bible. And they, they were confused. Because it was different names. I guess they thought the Bible was just like any other book. You just open it up and there's chapters. I'm like, no, there's 66 books that, cons- that you know, constitute the Bible. And it was just kind of mind-blowing for them. It just wasn't one book. One just very long book. And, uh, and if that's you, I'm not judging. What I am saying is, spend some time with, with the Lord. Because it's like dating someone for years and you wake up and go, you got freckles? I never knew you had freckles. And they're obvious. They're like splattered all across their face, on their arm. They're like, you you got freckles. It's like, dude, how did you not know I have freckles? How did how have you been looking in my face all this time and I know I have freckles? That's how people get caught in false doctrine. You, you you're walking around talking to to people and they're spewing their vomit, their opinion on you. You're walking around and you're you listen to these pastors and preachers that may not be in their Bible, so they're vomiting and spewing their stuff all over you. And the only counter to this, because remember, God says he no longer blinks at ignorance. So if you're following a wrong doctrine, it's on you. Come, You die come judgment day, that's on you. God's like, I'm not winking at that. That's on you. You should have known better. It's not like I didn't die and leave you a book that explains everything. Right? You should know I have freckles, man. If you don't, it's because you're not spending time with me. I've heard people say some stuff about Jesus that was just mind-blowing. Like, what, really? You know, just like stuff that's totally, utterly ridiculous to someone that actually reads the Bible. It's kind of like saying, did you know Jesus played poker? He loved poker. And the other people that don't know, they're like, man, okay, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. That sounds about right. Jesus, uh... Seem like you'd be a guy that loves poker. You know what I'm saying? And you go, hold on, what? what? You know what I'm saying? The people, someone that actually reads the Bible that's in there like, what? It's the only way to false to, to cite false doctrine. It's the only way to really know your boo. 
Jesus should be your boat. And the only way to really know him is to spend time with them. It's the only way to really know anybody. Skype them. FaceTime them. Hold their hand. Talk to them. You know, lay on the couch next to them. Gaze into each other's eyes. Do that. You know, live stream church during the week if you're at work. And actually go there on Sundays. Spend time in the presence of the Lord. Physically in church, physically spending time with the presence in the presence of the Lord. If you're able to, if you're not, have some like uh, crippling disability that would constrain you. Find a local church. It's all about the local church. Well, I watch Joe Lowstein on TV. Hey, God bless you. I love Joe Lowstein too. But if you don't physically go to Joe Lowstein's church, that's a good what I call supplemental ministry. That's a good addendum to what to your local church. I watch Joel Osteen and T.D. Jakes and Matt Chandler, and I love these guys, watching them on, and I know somebody going to like, you watch these guys? I, I love these guys. They're anointed men of God, and they've saved more souls in their lifetime than I probably ever will in mine, and then probably than you ever, ever, ever will in yours. So, yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate what they're doing for the kingdom of Jesus, right? So, good supplemental ministry, but you got to be connected to your local body. you got to be connected to your local church. Somebody needs to be holding you accountable. Hey, man, we didn't see you on Sunday. Well, I'm grown. I don't want to be held accountable. Yeah, you do. On your job, someone holds you accountable. You you beat your kids too hard, somebody's going to hold you accountable. Why would you be accountable to everything on the planet except the God that created your soul? That's a God that will one day judge you and decide where you'll spend eternity, heaven or hell. Why would you not want someone holding you accountable and say, hey, man, you're kind of going down the wrong path there. That, that path leads to hell. That leads to destruction. And that weeping and gnashing of teeth, remember that. It's not a good place. There's no joy there. Only darkness, no light there. Let's, uh, you, you might not want to do that. Hey man, service Sunday was amazing. I was really, I really filled up. I was really, uh, it was really powerful. You, you I wish you was there. It was great. You want somebody holding you accountable. You want someone holding you accountable. You do. You want someone holding your feet to the fire. You want someone there that's going to tell you, hey, and give you a good word, not just hold you accountable. Someone that can speak into your life. Someone that can say, hey, man, God has a plan for you. God is thinking about you. Someone that, when you're in your worst moment, can point you toward God so you're not getting lost in your own ridiculous thinking. Because we all think ridiculously. Including me. I love God. I'm trying to spend time in his presence. Not as much as I should. I should be going deeper and deeper every day. But I still think ridiculous. Ridiculous thoughts. Cut me off in traffic and I'll tell you what I think. No, I'm just kidding. I actually don't have road rage. That's, that's, uh, and, it's, and it's because I look at it from the perspective of this. If someone cuts me off in traffic, it's okay. Because I know I've accidentally cut other people off in traffic. I have. So how can I be mad at this person for cutting across lanes when I know in my lifetime I've cut across lanes? I can be mad at them for cutting me off when I know I've accidentally cut people off in my lifetime. So I can't be mad for things for, the, for them for doing things that I've done myself. Just can't be. Just remove the heat from that situation. The relationship with God is easy. He loves you. Just spend time with them. Show up. 
at church, just show up. In the military, they say 90%, 90% of it is showing up at the, in the right place at the right time in the right uniform. And I would say that's 90% of being a Christian. Showing up in the right place, the house of God, or if someone needs you at their doorstep to love on them or, or, or to speak to them, just at the right place, at the right time. Be early for church. Don't be late. Don't be walking in after the worship. God wants you there. It's kind of like the, the day starts at 7. You get there at 7.45. If that was a human, they probably have walked out on you. You kept them waiting about 45 minutes or half an hour. Or, or at least be irritated if you let, let them wait 15 minutes. Like, dude, I've been, you said 7. It's 7.15. I've been waiting here. Waiting here for you. Jesus is literally waiting there for you. Be on time. Right place. House of God. Right time. 15, 20 minutes early. And hopefully you're serving in some department. But just be there right now in the habit of spending time with God. Just like you want to have a date night. Some people say, Thursday is my date night with my boo. Make it, hey, Sunday morning is the date night with my boo. And then once once during the week, we go on the second date. We do this every week to keep that relationship fresh. Do that with Jesus. Right place. House of God. Right time. 15, 20 minutes early in the right uniform that's a heart open to receive that your uniform is Lord God I'm broken I'm here to receive I'm here to let you tinker around in the clock of my heart and make it click right make it tick right make it make the hand make it as the Swiss movement to make it right and I know it's not going to happen instantly some people say well I went well I tried that church thing I went once and uh, nothing really happened. It's like, dude, that's like saying, I tried that, that school thing. I went to high school one day and uh, I didn't feel much smarter, so I just stopped going. I tried that work thing. I showed up for work. I stayed for about four hours and I went home and they didn't want to give me a, a full check, so I just, I just stopped going. I don't know why my voice sounded kind of like... Uh, West Virginia right there, but I don't know. I'm just kidding, West Virginia. You know I love you, West Virginia. Oh, I love you. I spent time in Virginia. But uh, trying it, you can't, you got to be dedicated to it. You got to go. They got that acronym PUSH, P-U-S-H, PUSH. And it's pray until something happens. You got to go. You you don't get married after going on with someone with one time. You go out on one date and get married gotta spend time with the Lord you know spend time spend that that twice a week in the house of the Lord worshiping spend time at home in that Bible digging in getting deep opening that heart up and then something's gonna click your life is gonna change everything is gonna go from black and white to technicolor you're gonna go from not having passion to passion you're gonna go from not being focused to focus you're gonna go from not truly understanding to fully understanding and it's gonna change your life Next thing you know, you're going to be like, man, I got to put a ring on this. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Oh, 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 oh. oh I'm sorry. I, I lost myself for a minute. Uh, <laughs> but if you like it, you got to put a ring on it. You got you to gotta spend time with You got to spend time with the Lord. And that's the relationship piece, just spending time. You spend time uh, long enough with anybody, you'll begin to like them. Spend time openly trying to 
with someone that loves you, someone that loves you, do anything for you, and you open your heart up to that love, you'll eventually like them, you'll eventually fall in love with them because they love you so much. Because they're doing what, what it takes to win your love, and if you're open to it, you'll love them back. It'll change the dynamic of the relationship. All right, family, I'm here at my destination. I'm about to pull in and I see it looks like a school bus. At first I thought it was an ambulance, but it's a school bus. So, all right, I'm going to pull in here and maybe I'll talk to you again tomorrow on my next drive. All right, bye-bye and be blessed.